This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, recognizing and acknowledging when you need to change. Choosing to change begins with recognition and acknowledgement, and change being the one and only constant in the entire universe. You are going to be faced with it at one point or another. If you haven't already been faced with it more than once, then trust me, you will be. Change is unavoidable. It is part of the nature of the universe. It is the only constant in the universe. I keep reiterating that, but I think it's really important to recognize because it's all too easy to forget that change is going to occur. So the other day, I was on my own and going over some things in my head when I came to a rather stark realization. And that realization was that I needed to make an active change in my life. And I realized this is a choice of approach and direction specifically that I need to make because I came to the realization that I am no longer aligned with the reality of my life when it comes to certain habits and beliefs. Now, what on earth does that mean? Let me tell you my story, and this is going to start to cover ideas of passive recognition and acceptance versus active recognition and acceptance. Here's the deal. On a personal level, I had become really comfortable in my friendships and how they worked. And we're talking a few years back. I used to have these amazing friendships with certain people that were my close confidants. They were veritably my family. They were people I felt comfortable talking to about virtually anything you can think of. Now, there weren't nine or ten people. There were two or three people whom I was this close to. But in addition to these confidants, there were another three or four people that I felt very strongly I could talk about just about anything to, that we could share lots and lots of intimate things about ourselves between us. This has nothing to do with anything sexual. This is very specific to deep friendship, having people that you can just let yourself go and be your true, genuine self with. And this is something that I started to take for granted, to be perfectly honest, and really felt was important to my life. And I became very comfortable with having this. But then it dawned on me, This has changed because those friendships have changed. Multiple people who were my confidants, who were these two or three people that I used to be able to share anything with, that I could talk to about any topic, are no longer deeply part of my life. They are no longer close friends. They have shifted to being more of acquaintances or people that I'll spend some time with, but they're no longer the people of my chosen family, for lack of a better explanation. Uh, They're no longer the people that I am quite so connected with as I used to be. Here's the thing. This is neither good nor bad. It's just the truth. It's the reality of the situation. And this is because change is a thing that you can't avoid. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. 
We have very, very little control over change in our lives. And I was very familiar with this comfort zone that was my friendships, that I had these people that I could turn to and be like, yeah, let's talk about that. It's very personal, but let's talk about it. I don't have that the same way that I did. Pre-pandemic, these are the friends I had, but through no fault, mistakes, or anything that you can determine, the friendships have changed. And that's because all of us have changed. Because of that, the closeness that we once had has shifted. Now, this could come across as being something I'm approaching from a negative place, which I'm not. I want to make that very, very clear. I'm not looking at this as being a negative. I'm looking at this as being something that I've come to recognize and acknowledge because I need to make some changes. I need to choose how and why and where I need to change. This can be a little disconcerting because, let's face it, we live in a society that is, on the one hand, utterly resistant to change, and on the other hand, constantly striving for it. Let's look at AI as a perfect example. We have all these new AI tools that are being revealed and are growing and evolving and threatening people in ways that are really a little scary. There's jobs that are going to go away. There are ways that we currently do things that will change thanks to AI. The doom and gloom crowd will tell you that AI is about to take it all over and the world's going to come to an end as we know it. But you know what? The reality is this always happens because change always happens. It's the only constant in the universe. And because that's true, you're going to see things change. Not 50 years ago, personal computers were barely even known. They weren't a thing. Nobody in the 1970s had a personal computer. It just didn't exist. It wasn't until the 1980s that this began to be developed. The concept of the smartphone, this miniature computer you carry around in your pocket, wasn't even a thing just 30 years ago. It's that young. It hasn't been around that long. And yet, when they came into existence, there were doomsayers who were like, oh, this is the downfall of our society. Look at this terrible idea. This is what always happens with new technology. This is why change can be so crazy. And when change is personal, it can be even harder to deal with. Change to the collective consciousness, change to the collective idea of reality is a little easier to swallow than personal change. Why is that? I have no idea. This is something that I probably should analyze closer because I think that this could be really useful to know. But change in and of itself isn't bad. By and large, change just is. It happens. This is why I'm not blaming anyone or anything for this realization I've come to that my friendships have changed, that I don't have these confidants. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying this is somebody's fault because it's not. It's just the nature of the beast. It's just the way things are. Just a quick clarity here if you are a friend of mine, because you might be, and I appreciate that you are my friend and listening to this, but let's be perfectly honest. Odds are we are not all that close. There are things about me you just don't know, and vice versa, because we've just not shared it. This isn't a bad thing. It's just the nature of our friendship. When it comes to this idea of the comfort zone I had amongst these friends, the illusion of these old friends 
being part of my family and being specific close confidants has changed and it needs to give way to the true reality that is my life. Again, this is not a negative. This is something that, in fact, when I realized it, was deeply, deeply freeing to me. There I was on Saturday, all by myself, with nothing to do, pondering, who should I hang out with? Who do I reach out to? Who can I go and grab a beer with? Or, since I'm really not drinking, go and grab a coffee with? And it dawned on me that I couldn't think of anybody who I could just call up and be like, hey, you want to go out? And then I realized that, well, I had that once upon a time, but I just, I don't currently. It's not a bad thing. It wasn't a negative, and it didn't make me sad. It didn't make me upset. I simply went, huh, I get this. And I get it because change happened, and change happened without me. Again, it's not a bad thing. It's not something where I was like, well, why'd that leave me behind? I don't understand. This is terrible, because it's not. There's no blame here. I'm not lamenting my loss, because I don't look at it as a loss. I didn't lose friends. They just, they changed. Our friendships shifted. Those former close confidants are not out of my life, but our roles in each other's lives have changed. We're not as close as we were. The family element of our relationship isn't the same. And that's not through anybody's fault. That's just through the nature of change itself. Change is inevitable, it's ineffable, and you have very, very little control over it, particularly when it comes to the outside forces. The powers that be cannot be controlled by you, me, or anybody else. You have no control over anyone else, anything else. The only thing that you can control is you, specifically your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. You are the only one in your head, heart, and soul. Ergo, you are the only one capable of controlling these things and, guess what, changing them. Recognizing and acknowledging this is the first step in making any active change, conscious change. This plays and ties right into self-awareness. You and I are empowered to make choices for our life experiences. And it's very, very easy to forget this because we are constantly being bombarded by messages of lack, scarcity, insufficiency, and how there's no control for anybody but this very small few, these specific individuals, many of whom are frankly terrible people. I don't want them in control of anything, let alone my life. So, when you realize that you have control and power over your life experience, you can choose via recognition and acknowledgement to change when you need to change. It was, I'm telling you once again, an absolute relief to recognize and acknowledge this. Okay, the world had changed and the people I walk it with have changed, but you know what? That's okay. The False comfort zone that I was in, now that I can see it for what it truly is, I can choose to change. And now that I know this, now that I see it, I can take appropriate actions to change it. What that will be, how that's going to go, I'm not completely certain of yet. I just know that I need to find some new avenues in which I might be able to develop some new friendships that could grow into this. 
And it might be among certain people that are already my friends, but it might also be among people I haven't met yet. Specifically, I suspect other artists, creators, writers like me who are trying to make a go of a living that has nothing to do with the way most society expects you or me to be and to live. This is something that could be deeply, deeply empowering, and I'm really excited to see where this might take me. As I continue to work on growing my self-awareness, this is something that I think has a lot of potential for just amazing possibility. Okay, let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This one might be only applicable to you in the future. It might not be applicable now, and you'll understand why when we get into this. Please write down your answers. You can write it on paper, you can type it out, doesn't really matter. Here's the tool. Think about something that you did regularly a year ago. Maybe it was time that you spent with friends or family, maybe it was some sort of a regular activity like going rock climbing or going to a gym or going on a specific walk, whatever. Anything of that nature, something that you did regularly a year ago. When you think about it, how do you remember it feeling? You won't be able to tap into the exact feeling anymore because it's the past. You only know your exact feelings in the here and now. But how do you remember it feeling? What impression does it make on you? Are you still doing it now? Is this activity what and how it was a year ago if you are? If so, well, let's move on because it doesn't really matter. But if not, why is it changed? What changed? Was it something in you or was it extenuating circumstances? Was it just the inevitability of change? Now that you know that it's changed, if we're dealing with something here that has, have you made changes to alter the impact this has had on you and your life? This is where I ran into my recent epiphany when I realized that I haven't made changes for the impact that this no longer existent type of friendship in my life used to have. If you have not made any changes to the way that this used to impact you, do you need to make changes? Do you feel that changes would be beneficial to you? And if so, what does that look like? Now, this is not necessarily going to be answerable here and now. You might need to analyze this. You might need to give it some thought because it might be something you didn't consider before. Some of these tools that I suggest for applied guidance for mindfulness take more effort than others. And very seldom have I really put together a tool to share that was as ambiguous as this one can be. But I think that this could be really, really empowering. This information can go a long ways towards greater self-awareness and working with rather than against the inevitability of change. Because recognizing and acknowledging when you need to change, if you need to change, how you need to change is the first step in active, conscious change. And that is done via mindfulness, which only works here and now, and is a huge part of overall self-awareness. Self-awareness for everyone. Thanks for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to drop me an email at author at mjbleehart.com. 
You can also follow me on social media via Instagram at MJBleehart, on TikTok at MJBleehart72, and on Facebook at BleehartMJ. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Mahoney. She is the awesome creator of my original cover art. Do me a solid and take a moment to go check out her amazing work in her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.